0: Thank you very much, Isaiah. You know, I had my chorus teacher actually had a cow fall off the back of her Volkswagen. A lot of things that I've never heard or <laughs> seen of coming out of Brooklyn, New York. So this is a learning experience for me. All right. Well, let's turn it over to Grace Sharkey. Maybe she can elaborate a little bit perhaps on this as well. But also, uh, got a great guest for us. we talk about the hybrid carrier model here, Grace.
1: Yes. uh, Thank you guys. And uh, yeah, that was about an hour away from me as well. We got cows up here too, not just down south. And uh, yeah, happy today, of course, to talk about a new model that could emerge out of the tech space and tech investments within our supply chains. And with us today is the co-founder and CEO of Convoy, Dan Lewis. Dan, thank you so much for joining me today. Happy to dive into really what could evolve out of a lot of the tech uh, investments we've seen in our space and a lot of the work, of course, that you're doing at Convoy. Before we dive into this interesting model, you bring up a concept within business that our industry has struggled with in regards to economies of scale. Can you tell us what exactly, what problems come from trucking and brokerage historically that really make it difficult for us to, at a certain level, leverage network effects in this industry? Yeah, happy to do so. Thanks for having me on today. So an example
0: of that would be in, say, in a normal brokerage. Um, you don't have one marketplace. So network effects come from having more participants in the network. If you're, let's say, uh, in Texas, and you're a truck driver looking for work, if there's more jobs, if there's 10 jobs, the odds of one being perfectly located for you you are are such and such. If there's 100 jobs, it's 10 times greater that you're going to have a job that's likely uh, ideal for you. And so having more participants, more truck drivers, more jobs in a given marketplace increases the efficiency and the power of that marketplace and that network. What happens, though, is that in the traditional brokerage, there's not one marketplace. Every individual working at that brokerage is effectively running their own marketplace. And if you're a carrier sales rep, you're, you know, you have a portfolio of trucks and relationships you've built up and you're matching freight with, with those folks. And so... As brokers get bigger, they can cover more loads, they can cover more territory, they can work with larger companies, but they don't get more efficient in terms of how they do it. And the network doesn't get stronger because it's not one single network that's getting bigger and bigger. It's a bunch of additional networks that are kind of getting stacked on top of each other.
1: Yeah, and without, I think, the right technology, there's no transparency between those networks, right? And how they could, like you said, leverage each other to to really eliminate a lot of waste in our industry. So with that being said, you bring up in this wonderful blog the concept of a hybrid carrier. Can you tell us a little bit about the characteristics behind this uh, new model and how exactly the key ingredients of it are, would promote economies of scale?
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, And hybrid carrier was the best name we had so far. Um, (laughs) So hybrid carrier, we use that name because the service kind of has it has the same capabilities as a broker, the flexible capacity, tapping into lots of different uh, carriers. um, But it also has a component of trailers and assets, and it operates. You you can operate drop in programs with a hybrid carrier model, and so you kind of have a lot of the best of both worlds. And Here's the biggest reason why it, it kind of allows for these economy scale and network effects to take place. The idea is that instead of every single broker or carrier having their own capacity solution for all of their jobs or their own trailer pool that they, you know, run and organize and manage themselves, you're tapping into a platform, a hybrid carrier platform where the capacity is shared across all these different brokers in this platform and the trailers are also shared across the participants in the pool. And so as more and more trucks and carriers come onto this platform and more and more jobs are in this platform, the chance of efficient matches and finding the right job for the right truck go up significantly. And if again, trailers are shared, then the odds of being able to have the right number of trailers, the right facility go up as well uh, because the model allows those trailers to flex between different locations instead of being pre-assigned, pre-allocated to one facility. And so it's, it's the idea that the capacity, the way that brokers access capacity becomes more and more aggregated onto these hybrid carrier platforms, which means that that capacity can act as a bigger network in concert versus being Walled off between each broker, and then within each broker, each you know carrier sales rep, for example, and so that creates a lot more efficiencies, and it allows the network to get stronger as it gets bigger, versus being divided by more and more groups.
1: Yeah, you know what's interesting about this concept is, and you bring this up in the blog, right, of shippers using so many different uh, logistics providers that the kind of pushes against this model and in harms that. That network, uh, in, in order to that network effect, basically, and as a broker, if you can get a shipper to understand, hey, only having one or a few of us can really actually bring waste down and costs down, in particular, really uh, evolve that economies of scale, then you can really take advantage of that volume and really showcase to them right that those costs can come down. That being said, what does a hybrid carrier have to achieve in order for a shipper to trust only, especially large shippers, right, who can't afford to to be late and have a certain standard? How can you? How can they trust like the single uh, entity, or or at least minimizing down to a one or two individual hybrid carriers to really make this model work? And that's a
0: great question because I think that. Because today there has not been a uh, significant performance or cost gain by consolidating freight onto a single provider. And as you know, any one provider gets bigger, they don't necessarily get more efficient. Shippers have chosen a strategy. It's, it's kind of provided a strategy of fragmentation, which is the best way to get the best service is to have lots of providers competing for my freight because they're all gonna have about the same experience. You know, assuming the relationship's good, and they have a good culture, uh, so I should have used competition. What they're gonna have to see to change and start effect- effectively focusing on partnership and collaboration and you know bringing more freight onto fewer platforms and going deeper is that that actually has a benefit. And so you know, that's what, one of the things we showed in this article was what we've seen as we've uh, been, been working on this for a while is that when shippers put more and more loads onto the platform, the performance actually improves. So for example, shippers that are doing, let's say you know, a few thousand loads with us, I think I showed in the, in the data, we're seeing about 91% on-time performance. Shippers that are doing over 25,000 loads a year with us, we're seeing 96% on average on-time performance. And we had similar metrics for uh, other parts of our system for our cost structure things like that it gets better as we see the scale inc- increase from shippers so it's really just going to come down to the proof and the data that if a shipper starts to put more business into the, one of these platforms they get a return on that which is better service and a lower cost structure yeah I, and i think
1: that's right it's, it's- showcasing that data, showing a little bit more transparency of how strong these partnerships could get, right? And uh, yeah. even working together to, to solve a lot of these problems. I got a little bit of time here left. Uh, Dan, where can people go to learn more about this hybrid carrier model uh, and what convoy is doing to work towards that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you can, we set up a website convoy uh, hybridcarriers com. So you can just email info at hybridcarriers com and you know, again, this this notion is something that Convoy is building. Um, we operate as a hybrid carrier today, and we're also taking the platform that powers Convoy and starting to open it up so that other transportation service providers can put freight into that platform as well, and you know, ultimately can use the trailers in that platform as well. So we can achieve this shared resource model, which does produce significant benefits as it gets bigger because it actually benefits from the scale. And so, you know, we're building this again for Convoy but we want to make it available and, and ultimately uh, Convoy will run on, on this platform as well.
1: Well, hey, I appreciate your time today. Everyone go ahead and check that out. Check out the article I, I wrote on this too for more details and uh, excited to hear more from you down the road as you grow.
0: All right, thanks, Chris.
1: Back to
0: you guys. All right, thanks very much, Grace. It's a very interesting idea—the hybrid model. here coming there from Convoy. Lots more coming from them, I'm sure. We'll take a short break. Be back after this with more for Now.